Si no sabes que el Spicy McCrispy tiene Spicy Pepper Sauce en el pan de arriba y en el pan de abajo, ¿qué sabes tú de la vida? Para pa pa pa. Boost Mobile tiene una gran oferta para que aproveches tu reembolso de impuestos al máximo y te mantengas conectado. Al cambiarte a Boost, recibe un 50% de descuento en tu primer mes de datos ilimitados. O, con un plan ilimitado de 40 dólares, llévate un Samsung Galaxy A15 5G por $39.99. Obtén los mejores teléfonos en las redes 5G más grandes del país. Con Boost Mobile, cambiarse es fácil. Solo visita BoostMobile.com. Boost Mobile, sin miedo al éxito. Para clientes nuevos y solamente en línea, requiere Arobay. 50% de descuento en el primer mes requiere un plan de $25 dólares al mes. Aplican otras restricciones. Visita Boost Mobile. Cassandra Sánchez Navarro junto a Catherine Siachoque y Verónica Bravo en la nueva serie de comedia original de VIX, Consuelo, disponible en la app de VIX, ya. While some of us stress about making it all seem perfect around the house, our guest today actually enjoys creating perfectly curated moments for her life. Known as Lex De La Rosa on Instagram, today we chat with Alexia about her decision to live a traditional homemaker life. We read the books, we bought the things. We thought we were ready. And then life took our plans and changed them. I'm Karen, I'm Victoria's mommy, and I work in tech. And I'm Pamela. I have a baby boy named Ford, and I'm a journalist. And although we're both first-time working moms, we're actually pretty different. And that's totally okay. Because we both agree that our most important work is raising our kids. We really need each other and can only get through this together. Welcome to Motherish Moments. Pamela, this is one of the cutest guests we've ever had. I she's can't adorable. I'm with her already. Me too. First of all, she's up very early. I think it's important to just acknowledge this. She is up very early today. We usually record Friday mornings and she's on the West Coast. She's awake. She's looking wonderful and I need to. I literally just walked down the stairs <laughs> in the shower and I... I am wearing something inspired, I think, by like her little. I think it's really cute. Wait, Pamela's wearing Uggs. I had to do a double take right now. She's I know. It's below 70 Miami, so. It's not. It's 72. <laughs> My voice is a little bit uh, not 100% today, so just bear with me on that. Same. How are you doing? I'm okay. I'm running oh. around. I had four off from school a few days, and I've been um, just figuring out what to do with him all day, every day. I love that for you. It's been fun. Welcome to my life. <laughs> okay, do you have a motherish moment? So my motherish moment is, okay, so Ford, who is three, a little over three and a half at this point. Yeah, he's, for, I would already be like, he's almost four because April is like I two know, seconds away. so crazy. I yeah. like him being three. No. I'm enjoying threes so much for him. I could say it has been my favorite year. Wow. In Ford's, like, I would so say far. <laughs> I love threes and um, and now he's doing these little things where he has like these in Spanish are called muecas, like this mannerism with his face mm -hmm. and they're so animated and so funny. Like he's rolling his eyes and like he's doing a huh, like he's going through this little really cute stage where like his personality is really coming out and I'm really enjoying it. I know some people, some moms will be not happy about the rolling of the eyes or like the answering back. But I love that he has an explanation for everything. Every oh, wait, I'm sorry. Him, That's cute. But like, what if they're treating you like that all day? Like, okay, no, he, he doesn't. That's why it's so cute. Or like the other day, like a few, whatever. I don't know where this will air, but like when we're doing the whole elf thing, elf's on the shelf. At one point, I think that I was gonna fall and I kind of almost grabbed it. And he's like, aha, I saw you. Just like his reactions, which is so funny. Like the way like he 
pretends he's like catching me in something or i don't know he's just like in a really fun witty stage mm -hmm. and i'm loving it good 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 i didn't like three four i found to be much more tolerable let's see my mother's moment with victoria is just that she is very interested in participating in everything that i'm doing now which is good and bad and the way I'm gonna say it is like, I love that she's like really engaged in literally whatever I'm doing, but also it means that whatever I'm doing is then gonna take two to three times longer. And I will have to like release myself from any like time perfection <laughs> of what I wanted it to look like because I want her to be like, let's say we're like, I don't know, we're baking, cooking something or whatever. The way I wanted it to look, I have to just immediately know that it's not going to look like that anymore. It's going to look like it was, you know, like her touch was in it, which is amazing. And I like it for her, for like, for her to like build her confidence and practice things and feel good about what she's doing. But also like just on a personal, I have to like have that conversation with myself and be like, okay, it's not going to look like what you wanted anymore. And that's fine. So it's just an exercise. I think kids always push you to do uh, a lot of self-reflection and self-managing like of your emotions and, and what you want and what you don't want, whatever. So I find that as she gets older, I have to do that more because she's more involved in everything that I do. So that. I love that though. I feel like it makes it look more charming, right? No? Yes. No. <laughs> so why don't we have our guest share her motherish moment uh, of the week. <clears throat> Hi, Alexia. Welcome to Motherish. Hi, thanks for having me. My motherish moment of the week. So my boys, they're about a year and nine months apart. They're very, very close in age. And it's been kind of a struggle, like up until recently, of like balancing the two of them because they've been so close in age. Like my oldest, when he um, when the youngest was born, he was still very much a baby and very much like attached to mama and it was kind of like they were both fighting over me constantly and I feel like very recently they're getting to the point where like they're both like a little bit older now and like seeing each other as friends and been cool to just you know be at home with them and instead of me like you know tending to one and tending to the other they kind of interact more with each other and play and it's just like very very sweet to watch so that's kind of what our life has looked like lately and they're very sweet with each other and I'm enjoying it very much. <laughs> I feel like that's gonna also become like oh you're gonna be my buddy for this like sneaky thing we want to do or whatever which is that's already happening too but it's also still at like a cute stage where like the youngest one instigates the older one right now into doing like little naughty things and I'm like oh we'll see what this looks like when you guys are teenagers but right now it's cute. <laughs> So you let me introduce actually Alexa now that she has one of her sons with her. Um, she's a stay-at-home mom, homemaker, content creator. She lives out in San Diego, California with her husband and Archer and Arlo, who are her two sons. And I feel like everyone needs a visual to understand our guests. So if you don't follow her, follow her on Instagram. She's at Lex De La Rosa, D-E-L-A-R-O-S-A. -A. And a lot of people question, like, is this real life? Is this satire just pretend is really you know so why don't you tell us a little bit about how this page you know came about and what are we looking at what mm -hmm. are we <laughs> yeah so yeah the beginning of this year in january i had a few of my like baking videos go viral over on tiktok um and me just doing very normal like everyday thing everyday things 
for us, like baking bread and making jam, like fairly innocent things. And the comment section was just going wild about like how unrealistic this is, like this is so much pressure. Um, and at the time, I didn't have like any really any sort of following. Um, so I was just kind of like filming myself. I wasn't, I think I wasn't smiling really in the videos. And so that was a big comment I got was like, oh, you look so miserable. You look like you hate your life. Oh my God. Well, that was kind of like how it all started. And I was like, okay, so am I supposed to smile in these videos? Like I was trying to come off more natural, you know, like just filming myself in the kitchen. And so in some follow-up videos, I like had a little like smirk <laughs> smile. And then all the comments were like, why are you smiling like smiling like that? You're so weird. Like just be normal. And so I'm like, okay, <laughs> the internet does not agree on anything. So really, no matter what I do, people are going to have something to say. And it's not about whether I'm smiling or not. So I just kind of ran with it because the more I smile and the more I like, you know, put on this like character, I guess you know, the videos just like pop off more. I just roll with it. But now like the people that have followed along since the beginning of the year, they like get it. And so when new people come into the comment section and have something negative to say, it's kind of just like funny for everyone that has been along, like been around for so long. Cause it's like, I can't believe people still like come in here and they're like so shocked and like are so triggered that you're smiling while you're in the kitchen with your kids. Cause <laughs> what is your philosophy with being a homemaker and a stay at home mom and, you know, just being full-time there with your children at the house, like, what is your philosophy? So I knew, even before I got pregnant with my oldest, that I wanted to be a stay-at-home mom, like, when I did have kids. So it's always been the vision. Like, I wanted to do everything. Before I was pregnant, I was a full-time nanny for a family, and so I was very much involved with these two young kids for, like, multiple—I was with them for, like, two or three years, all day, every day, and— I loved it so much, but at the same time, I was like, when I have kids, I don't want someone having these experiences with my kids instead of me, because it all just felt very like special and sweet. And so I knew like when I had my kids, I was like, I want to be the one like doing basically, you know, what a nanny would be doing or like what I used to do as a nanny. So that's kind of how we've done it. Um, we don't have a nanny. We don't really have anyone in the house helping us with anything. So so that was something you discussed with your husband beforehand. Like when you were pregnant, you're like, okay, this is going to happen. That's Yeah, even like down to the homeschooling. I was like, I don't want to send them away to public school. Like I want to figure out how to homeschool them and just keep them close while they're little and just be involved as much as we can. So I did look through some of the comments and stuff, especially I was checking your Instagram. You have a lot of videos that are like double digit millions. It's crazy. Um, also, congratulations on how quickly you've been able to kind of make that happen because it's really hard for a lot of content creators. Were you ever actually hurt by some of these comments or like because you seem to like have it kind of like very in a at an arm's length of like whatever they say, but like did it ever? actually bother you or, or at all or no? It never bothered me. I've always been on social media, on Instagram and TikTok. And so I know how the internet is and I know people are say hurtful things, even if, you know, there's no reason for it. And it really has nothing to do with me at the end of the day. So even in the very beginning, when I started getting a lot of um, negative feedback, it never bothered me. Well, for those who haven't seen the videos, like how would you describe the videos? So it's Pretty much Alexia doing these wonderful things in the house, like baking from scratch, like picking up, decorating her, her There's house. a few elements. There's a few elements that, to me, that I, I kind of want to give like a visual. So the, few, you know, the few elements is like, number one, she, listeners. like she looks adorable. There's not a, like her hair, her, hair, she, her dress, like she's like looking great. Bows, she's, make, she's not just making like, 
like it's like a pretty cake it's like a I would say like it it leans a lot on like a traditional era not like you know it's not like a funfetti from like you know cake from like a box like it's something really nice whatever and like she's looking graceful doing it and I think what might be triggering to some people especially like the trolls on the internet is that because I feel like a lot of the times the trolls on the internet what they're doing is a reflection of whatever they're feeling, right? Mm -hmm. So, like, maybe they're feeling like a hot mess and they're feeling like, I don't have my stuff together. And then they see her, who she is, obviously, like, amped up the, like, and she said it, like, a character with her smiling and, like, almost, like, sarcastic in a way of, like, yes, this is, everything is perfect type of thing. And so people get, you know, triggered by it. Alexia, can you walk us through... What is your day in life like? Yeah, so normally I I try to wake up a little bit before my kids. That doesn't always happen because they are both early risers. So we'll get up, we'll do breakfast, get everybody ready for the day. It's pretty like the videos that I share that you've seen, it's like that's a pretty accurate portrayal of like how our day goes. It's like breakfast, get dressed, do some activities, play outside lunch, nap time, and like during nap time is when I clean and um, usually edit my videos if I film something that morning. Then they wake up and we'll play some more dinner, bath, bedtime. Like that's pretty much how every single day goes with very little variation. <laughs> and then in that rundown, I don't hear any time that is like solely for you, maybe editing videos, but that's still also kind of a task. Do you have like me time and how do you, where does that lie in terms of like priorities for you? Yeah, well, like you said, the videos, I feel like that is something that is like a hobby of mine. Like I enjoy filming, I enjoy editing the videos and uploading it. Like I love doing it and there's no part of me that's like, oh, I have to film something today no. and I don't feel like mm -hmm. it. Like if I don't feel like doing it, I'm not gonna do it that day. So most of the time, it's like, I just feel like filming something. It's like a creative outlet for me yeah. as a stay-at-home mom that lets me still be home and not have to leave the house to, like, get that kind of outlet, you know? And then in the evening time after my kids go down, that's, like, I think that's my me time. I stay up pretty late. Like, my husband goes to bed pretty early, so that's the time that I have to myself to, like, sit on the couch and, like, watch something, scroll on my phone, like, do all my, like, skincare stuff. So right now that works for me. Like I know for moms with young children, like it's very, very hard to find that time. And so pretty early on, I was like, this is just, it's not realistic for me to be like getting out of the house all the time and like having time with friends and like going and doing all these activities. So I've found like these smaller things been still, you know, get mom stuff done. So isn't it so funny how like we all like the, what you said that time after everybody's asleep or after your kids are asleep, like that's like the indulgence time. It's like, yes, you're supposed to be sleeping and like sleep is important, but so is skincare or so is scrolling or watching whatever TV. I definitely binge on that part like to a fault because like then it's like 1130 and I'm like, oh, man, I'm going to be so tired tomorrow. But like here I am still awake and doing stuff. For you, Alexa, do you think it has helped you, the fact that you have, I guess, your since your children have been born, they have been with you at the house and you have been a stay-home mom the whole time. So there's no like point of comparison, right? I feel like sometimes moms like who have been working for a long time and then they go into being a full-time mom 
or, you know, vice versa, they're a stay-at-home mom and they can't, I feel like sometimes they miss that aspect of it or like kind of socializing outside the house or like, you know, um, for you, do you ever want to get away from your kids? Like, oh, is it because you don't have a point of like comparison, I guess, um, that makes it easier? Yeah, I don't have any desire to like get away from my kids and like, you know, work outside of the home, but I could see how that would be a difficult transition for a mom that had a job that she enjoyed doing like pre-kids. And then for some reason, it made more sense for the family for her to be a stay-at-home mom. And that was like a sacrifice that she made. I could see how that would be difficult. But I think for me, just because it was, it, this is what I've always wanted to do. I've always wanted to be a mom. And then as I got older, I like thought more about like what kind of mom I wanted to be, which was what I'm doing now. So I just feel grateful that I first like have a husband that was supportive of that and that it made sense financially for our family mm -hmm. and that it has worked right. out That's for us. That's another piece. Yeah. 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 It's a huge piece of it. Yeah. I got to say, I admire you and I admire people like you who are able to really take on motherhood to the full extent. Like I uh, like this year I transitioned from uh you know, working outside the home to then kind of like not really knowing, you know, which direction I was going to be in and everything. And I ended up spending so much time like at home with Victoria, <clears throat> my daughter. And like I jumped into wanting to be all of these things and I found it really hard to do. And I think like after like very thoroughly analyzing it it's because I'm always trying to do so many things at once and I think the key is to like really learn how to be present and like whatever you're doing in that moment like that's what you're doing and like kind of tune out like the outside world and whatever other multitasking thing because I'm like I've been a multitasker for a zillion years like in an aggressive way with my career and so like I think shutting that off is where you can really when you're present with your kids that's when you really kind of like tune into the same wavelength in a way I don't know is that accurate for you <laughs> yeah I feel like even for me like just being at home like I don't have a ton of things I have to be doing outside of the home they're still a million things just in here yeah, yeah. that are a like million. so it is like a conscious effort of like okay let me just like put my phone down let me walk away from this mess and like just sit and like play with my kids or like read a book and like um it's hard because you know as like an adult like you always have something that you kind of need to be doing but then I have to discern like, okay, like what do I have to be doing this right now? Or is this something that like I just want to get right. done? Yeah. And can I just sit down and like be present with my three-year-old and my one-year-old? So yeah, that makes sense. The multitasking thing is hard. To let go of. Boost Mobile tiene una gran oferta para que aproveches tu reembolso de impuestos al máximo y te mantengas conectado. Al cambiarte a Boost, recibe un 50% de descuento en tu primer mes de datos ilimitados. O, con un plan ilimitado de 40 dólares, llévate un Samsung Galaxy A15 5G por $39.99. Obtén los mejores teléfonos en las redes 5G más grandes del país. Con Boost Mobile, cambiarse es fácil. Solo visita BoostMobile.com. Boost Mobile, sin miedo al éxito. Para clientes nuevos y solamente en línea, requiere Garopay. 50% de descuento en el primer mes requiere un plan de 25 dólares al mes. Aplican otras restricciones. Visita BoostMobile.com para detalles. Cassandra Sánchez Navarro junto a Katherine Siachoque y Verónica Bravo en la nueva serie de comedia original de Biggs, Consuelo. Disponible en la app de Biggs, ya. So now, you know, we're in this new year of, of like a new start. What are you looking at for things that you want to accomplish this year? Um, In this new year, oh my goodness. Going back to the multitasking thing, I feel like this last half of the year, 
I've had way too many things on my plate and it's made it very difficult to just like sit and be like totally present in the moment. So in this new year, I want to work on saying no to things because I'm very much a like, yes, 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 like people pleaser. Um, it's just very hard for me to say no and disappoint people. So I guess just prioritizing like the things that are, are most important to me and to my family and like making sure those needs are being met first and then like adding on the additional things instead of like just saying yes to everything and then scrambling all day every day trying to get it all done. So Alexa was telling me as a show, she had a baby during the pandemic as well. And I feel like she was saying like that kind of helped her transition into this lifestyle. Right. Right. Because right? everyone was at home yeah. with their children and you were like, hey, yeah, I love yeah, yeah. this. That makes sense. I would imagine with like your social media following and like the performance of everything, you probably have like a lot of brand deals or people that are approaching you to collaborate and stuff. And that's actually like work, work. Um, do you take on those things too? Or like, then you have to like sometimes read contracts. Like it, it's a whole job. How do you approach that? Yeah, so I have taken on collaborations and brand deals and all of that. Um, in the last couple of months I hired, um, well, I started working with an agency. So they mm -hmm. handle like the contract yeah. side of things and negotiating deals. So that is one thing that got taken off my plate that I was very like thankful for. Cause you know, just That's like managing. Yeah. yeah, like the emails and going through and responding to people and then reading contracts, like it was just way too much. And so things were slipping through the cracks. And so um, my current manager reached out to me and I've been working with her, which has been just like amazing because now I can just create content and not worry about the negotiation side of things, which I not been great at so and then it's also just been like an extra blessing for my family because my course. husband this entire been the sole provider, provider. yeah uh, like now I can also be a stay-at-home mom and then also like contributing to like the finances not that that was like necessary because being a stay-at-home mom is work in and of itself of and so of course I don't think moms need to feel guilty about Absolutely not, not contributing financially and I never I never did but it's just you know more money is great for everybody to use yeah, so it's of just course. what advice do you have alexia for any other mom who's considering you know what maybe i could monetize my what i'm doing already with my children or in my home um how do you take that from just being you know hobbing to now something that is going to be beneficial financially for your family yeah i say if like you have that desire and you enjoy creating content and like if you're putting time into creating content like I would just say, figure out a way to monetize it. Cause it is work, like creating videos and like creating high quality content and like uploading it. And I feel like most people, if they're doing that, they're doing it with the intention of being able to monetize it in some way. Mm -hmm. So I would say like, figure out what's gonna work, like what niche you're trying to like go into and just like hone in on what kind of videos you wanna be creating and like the things that you enjoy doing. Cause that's what, in the beginning of like my social media career, when I was trying to monetize it, I was all over the place with my videos. Right. I was like, you know, just following trends, um, like doing like little dance videos, like all kinds <laughs> of like silly stuff. It was just kind of like, I was just like throwing stuff out there, like see what would stick. Um, and I was like not growing a following at all. So like once I started doing the things I enjoy doing, which is like cooking and baking and like homemaking things, I think that translates better 
into videos and it's easier to make videos about those things and that's when I started gaining traction it's so great. we always say it, but it's so you know like whatever's natural whatever's authentic whatever just that you Flows. enjoy doing it kind of yeah. just you know um sticks with people what was the moment or the video that you were like oh wow this is this is working like there's something here um well I think like when my first I had my first TikTok video go over a million views I was like oh because like up until that point it was like 200 views, 600 views, like, but I was like spending time making videos every day just because it was like, it was fun for and me. And what were you doing in that video? Um, that was the one I was making um, bread and butter and jam from scratch. And then like overnight it got a million views. And that was the one where people were like, this is so unrealistic. Like, why aren't you smiling? Like the comment <laughs> blew up with like I negativity. I was weirdest. It was so weird. I was like, this is the most mild form of You know what happens to me yeah. is like, I, I'm, I'm so happy that you actually found the gimmick and kind of like ran with it because sometimes like if I come out of work all done up with makeup and lashes and like looking fabulous and feeling fabulous I kind of feel guilty recording myself with my son right yeah. because I feel like am I gonna get judged or like oh that's not what a mom looks I don't know for some reason there's always a part of me in my self-conscious that tells me like okay no it won't make you relatable but it is part of my reality like it's your reality get out of work looking yeah. like that and put together and so I don't know. So I think I'm going to I'm going to honor Alexia and just kind of like if this is part of like what I enjoy and who I am, then it should also be part of my of what I share. I think I've realized, too, like trying to be relatable and like trying to like tone down and like change who you are to be relatable is like I don't think it's the way to go. I think it like is so much more interesting when people are just like this is just like what my life is like and not. Yeah, it's so much more interesting when people just like show up as who they are instead of like trying to hide certain parts of their life because it doesn't come across as relatable. I feel like that's because, I don't know, in the last like year or two, I feel like that's been like the the goal on social media is to be relatable. Now it's like everybody's relatable. Everybody has the the same things, like buying the same products and it just comes, like it just looks, everyone looks the same. So I think it stands out more when people like show like what's different about them. It's more fun to watch. I agree. I agree. I also love how people psychoanalyze people based on what they share, right? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Oh, like the whole thing, like, is she submissive to her husband? Like, what? How do you, how do you oh handle, God. right? Because I feel like there was a lot of comments based on that. Like, it's, you know, it's just taking us back to like the 50s. People say some out of pocket things in the comment section. And I'm like, like, I do, I read most comments. Uh, but like, like I said, like none of them bother me. It's just so interesting to see the things that people say and like the wide variety of things that people say. Like people either say like, oh, she's like the most controlling wife and mother ever all what? the way up to like, she's being submissive and like her husband for sure. Like, like, like blink like, twice, like, Alexia. Just, like, <laughs> yeah, like wear white in your next video if you need help. And I'm like, <laughs> what? Like I'm in distress right now. Cause How does your husband feel about this persona that you have created and the popularity that he has gained? He loves it. Like he thinks the comment section is funny, but he's also like, he's like, but this is like what you would be doing. Like this is like what you've always done, but now it's just like you've grown a following doing what you do and like being good at creating content, which is like, obviously like I know that I'm filming myself. Of course, like I'm setting up a camera and like walking around my house like, and people are like, that's so silly. Like, imagine how cringe that is. Like, pressing record and walking down a hallway. And I'm like, okay, but people are like watching the videos. It's like, you know, it's creating something. It's not just, you know, I didn't upload something random from my camera roll. Like, it's all intentional. And like, 
that's the point of like content creation. My husband loves it. He, I try to like, I say like imaginary husband sometimes in my videos because people are like, why don't you ever show your husband like make fun of that? But I'm like, people have like found, will find his social media and like go say negative things to him and like hate on his page. And I'm like, he's just a dad. Like he is not, he's not a content Like he just posts like, his workout videos and like photos of our kids and people like go out of their way to like say negative things to him. And I'm like, people have so much time on their hands. Like how do they but do But you do this? want to engage audience, right? So it is good that you have people that are like commenting and <clears throat> trying to figure stuff out. And I did love the, the Snow White video. She has one where you're like comparing yourself to like Snow White used to bake. It, it was fascinating, you know, and you know, people do appreciate, I think anyone who knows about content creation, how much time it takes into creating the idea, the concept, the lighting, the production. I know it seems um, it is it is something that we do at our home and with our own stuff and with our own time and our own team, which is ourselves most of the time. Our own, our own team. But that, <laughs> there, there is, you know, the, you appreciate the thought process behind it and the work and the creative process behind the whole thing. Yeah, I think some people do and then some people see it just as a waste of time. Like they just don't get it, which is fine. I'm like, I'm not, it's not for you then. Like you don't have to like everything I post, but you also don't have to say anything negative. You can just scroll on, but. What is the hardest part for you regarding motherhood? Regarding motherhood, hmm, oh my goodness. The hardest part, I guess like, the part of, you know, kind of always having to be on and always like always having to be available, like no matter how you're feeling that, that day, like even if like you're sick or you're just tired that day, um, like most of the like most of the time that is fine. But like when the days that like I am sick or the days that I'm like, oh, my God, I just want to like lay in bed and like sleep and that's not really available to me, though, I think those are the hardest moments. But, you know, you just you power through and you get it done and then it's fine at the end of the day. But I think that's the most challenging part of being, yeah, a mom and a stay-at-home mom, not having someone to come and like tap you out and like go lay down and take a nap. I feel like what on the hardest days, whenever Victoria is finally asleep, for me, it's almost like a, an instant reset. Everything that I felt in the day and everything, like all the hard moments where you have to like push through, you're just kind of like, you see them and you're like, oh, but I love you. Okay. Like, and then you're better again. It's weird. I don't know. Yeah. It never carries over into the next no. day. When it comes to scheduling, the part you said about waking up before your children, whenever I do wake up before Ford and I doll myself up whether it is it doesn't doesn't have to be full makeup but I fix myself I you know I like what I'm wearing I'm comfortable but I'm cute I feel like my my mental state is so different right mm -hmm. like I approach the day in a more productive and a more optimistic way so there there has to be something to the fact that you feel good you look good and that has like a domino effect in the rest of your day. It's just sometimes it's hard. Like today, he got up a little bit earlier. I forgot to do the elf on the shelf. I had to run and do it. I had an elf on the shelf fail because I used slime. Oh. So I got stuck to some stuff. Oh. So that slime threw me off. Yeah, no. Off last, limits. Last minute. But, anyhow, but I, I think it, it actually, instead of people questioning like, oh my God, why do you look so perfect this early? I actually think it helps you yeah. handle and approach the day in a different way. Um, in a more, like I said, good mood. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. If you wake up and you're dressed and you're ready and you're feeling good, it's like, come on, like whatever Let's comes go. on that day, whatever you have to do, like you're ready for it. So yes. 
Alexia, thank you so much. It was so great talking to you. Thank you for waking up so early and, you know, juggling this conversation while your one of your kids wanted to post something on Instagram. Yeah, I'm gonna see what's on my story right now. <laughs> but well, we're big fans. Mm. Um, there's a lot of things that I wish I could do, but I can't. But I'm all appreciate those. I absolutely do. do. I love it because I love I love a good aesthetically. <clears throat> put together organized <laughs> anything like it that's my love language it speaks to me i love it so i'm a big fan so i wish you best of luck and if you guys are not following her please follow her can you share all your other platforms and the media yeah so i'm um pretty much just tiktok and instagram and it's at lex.delarosa amazing thank you thank you guys Boost Mobile tiene una gran oferta para que aproveches tu reembolso de impuestos al máximo y te mantengas conectado. Al cambiarte a Boost, recibe un 50% de descuento en tu primer mes de datos ilimitados. O, con un plan ilimitado de 40 dólares, llévate un Samsung Galaxy A15 5G por $39.99. Obtén los mejores teléfonos en las redes 5G más grandes del país. Con Boost Mobile, cambiarse es fácil. Solo visita BoostMobile.com. Boost Mobile, sin miedo al éxito. Para clientes nuevos y solamente en línea, requiere Arupay. 50% de descuento en el primer mes requiere un plan de $25 dólares al mes. Aplican otras restricciones. Visita Boost Mobile. Cassandra Sánchez Navarro junto a Catherine Siachoque y Verónica Bravo en la nueva serie de comedia original de Biggs, Consuelo, disponible en la app de Biggs ya. Yeah. 